This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. I'm saying, are you ready? I'm back. Miss me? Well, it has been over an hour, so hopefully you have. <laughs> Third show today. Third show today. I tell you, this morning, doing the live, uh, covering the live draw for the Europa League, if I ever, ever suggest 
that I'm doing one of those draws again. Please, somebody come along and drag me off in a white van in a straight jacket. I mean, it it was the most... I mean, I don't know how they managed to drag it out the way they do. But, um, but it was made. What do you think of the group? This is Lester Till I Die. Good evening. We're on Facebook, uh, Lester Till I Die, the group. Twitter, at Lester TID. And YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. We are about 42 subscriptions off um, the 1,000 mark on YouTube. So please tweak my buttons, pull my knobs, give me a subscribe on YouTube. I would be forever grateful. Uh, we've got a guest along with us this evening. We'll bring him in. But we'll say tonight we're going to be looking at the Europa League draw. And we're joined by Ant from Beyond the 90. Good evening, Ant. Evening, Chris. Thank you for having me on. And as you say, Europa League draw. I could not believe how long they dragged that out for, if I'm honest. I was checking my notifications on my phone whilst I was at work, which I probably shouldn't say after I've retweeted yeah. this. My boss is probably watching me. <laughs> yeah. He knows. He knows. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They, they long it out, don't they? And to be honest with you, it wasn't as bad as... As far as I remember, last year's uh, because they only had the one award. But I was I was on my own. I thought I can handle this on my own. You know, I can I can do this stream for people. And my God, yeah, pulling teeth would have been nicer. And they do know how to draw it out. But uh, thanks for doing this. Like I say, and from Beyond the Ninety, give a shout out to your channels because you're a fellow Leicester YouTuber. So how can people find you? So my own personal channel is Ant's Leicester Fan Channel. I should be getting more active over on that over the next few weeks as over the last couple of weeks I've had like an absolutely insanely busy week with loads and loads of stuff going on, but should be back to putting regular content on my main channel, Ant's Leicester Fan Channel. And then Beyond the 90 as well, which is a group channel I run, run with Neil, James Harlow and loads of great guys over there. So check both, both of those out. Link um, to the Beyond the 90 is in the description below on YouTube. Um, got to look to say to, to the group, uh, it's all done now. Um, we'll start off because obviously we've got another English team in there, um, which is West Ham. So we were hopefully going to have a West Ham on fan on tonight, but he has got uh, daughter problems, I think. So uh, <laughs> he has gone off to sort that out. If you're watching this on Catch Up Gates, good luck, mate. Hope you sorted it out. Uh, but briefly, because I basically I'd, I'd done this, so I might as well use it. Um, West Ham had what I would call probably a Leicester City draw there. Not not bad for them at all in Group H. No, you've got to look at Genk as probably a difficult-ish uh, difficult game. Uh, obviously, Dynamo as well. But you'd expect them to top that group. I would be very surprised looking, and I, I did promise I wouldn't mention it, but looking at the way that uh, they played against us the other week, if they do that, uh, I just wonder with West Ham, though, it, it they haven't got the biggest of squads. So when they get to play in two games a week with a couple of injuries, maybe tiredness, they may actually struggle. I think with West Ham, it's one one injury they can't get is Antonio. Not just because of how effective he is, but they've literally got no other strikers. So yeah. if Antonio gets injured, and I really like him as a player, 
even though even after Monday night. But I think he's yeah. an absolutely brilliant player, huge handful. But his injury record is horrendous, and it looks like it's just a just waiting for a problem there. So I'm very unsure why West Ham haven't reinvested in another striker. Obviously, we could, it would have been good to have had the West Ham fan on to ask him, but it just looks like it's a disaster waiting to happen because they've started well. But yeah, like we saw last year, how our squad's probably bigger than ours, and it, it affected us. So yeah. I. I don't know. It, it just seems like they don't look prepared for it. They would say, I mean, I say I was on a couple of channels pre and post-match uh, with the West Ham game, and they were saying exactly the same. They are worried about Antonio because he is an injury waiting to happen, you know. Although the latest rumours are that they're going to get some money because apparently Arsenal have put in a transfer bid for um, Antonio's cardboard cutout. For forty million. So whether that's true or not, you'll have to ask an Arsenal fan. But um, yeah, so I, I think looking at that though, I mean, you know, it's the sort of group. You know, we we we've like I was talking about before we came live. This is our third European um, adventure uh, within the last sort of six or so years, and both times we've been quite lucky with the group draws. And I think West Ham. I would be very surprised, like I say, if they didn't if they didn't get out of that group. But what about our group, Ant? I mean, you know, I look at this and West Ham was kind of saying like, oh, you know, you've got a difficult group. I've seen a couple of Leicester fans going, oh, it's the group of death. Oh, uh, it's not that bad, is it? Napoli's a big one for me. Napoli, they're one of like the European sort of, me- I don't want to say mega clubs, but they're a huge club in Europe's like yeah. huge history in Europe and obviously in Italy but they're not what they once were that's that's the thing like they've got all the history and all of all of obviously the trophies and the European success that they've had in the past but yeah. they are not the side that they once were and I don't see particularly at King Power why we can't beat them but that's the thing is most of these teams that we're going to come up against particularly for the next few years if we're competing in Europe most of these teams are going to have more European experience than us. Even when you look at the other two teams, like Sp- uh, Moscow and Lego Warsaw, they've both been in Europe countless times compared to us. So it's just something that we've sort of almost got to get over. It, it, it is. And, and I say, you know, when you look at these clubs, if they were all that these days, they'd be in the Champions League. They, they wouldn't be in the Europa League with us. No, and I think with Napoli, they've got a lot of very good players, but they've also got an ageing squad that I reckon... Like, I reckon it'll be an incredibly difficult game, don't get me wrong, but they're not this like unbeatable force that you see some like Leicester fans making out that they are. They're not the Lazio that, that, that had Maradona all those years ago. No, not quite that. They, they have got some good players, though, with Insigne, Koulibaly... And we've got decent players across the pitch, as you'd expect a side like Napoli to have. But mm. at the same time, as you say, if they were a top, top side, they'll be in the Champions League. Yes. Yes. I mean, I was looking at Napoli. You said they, they were very, very similar to us, you were saying, that they just missed out on um, uh, qualifying for the um, Champions League. Yeah, so I'm not going to claim to be some like Italian football expert. This is just coming from what I saw just before we came live. But they'd been basically 
in the driving seat to finish in Champions League football and just dropped out. So that sounds very, very familiar. So yeah, yeah it, it will be it will be two close games. I think the one thing that does worry me is going to Italy. Like I think that'll be a brilliant trip for anyone going, but how our players will handle that and it'll be it'll be one of the most intense atmosphere a lot atmospheres a lot of our players have experienced before same as going to uh going to poland as well that'll be a completely new experience for a lot of these players because obviously we went to greece and a lot of difficult grounds last year but empty stadiums it doesn't yes. have the same same sort of atmosphere and intimidation about it but uh warsaw that's the atmospheres that they get there and how intense and how hostile they make it is that's going to be difficult. And same with Napoli as well. I, I mean, I'm just looking here at um, the league and it's very difficult to see uh, because the Italians have only just started their season, pretty much like ourselves. But uh, Napoli have basically uh, played 1-1-1, so you've got 100% record at the moment. But uh, I was just looking at um, some of the, 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 their team and, and their history. And like, you know, when that came out and it was it, I mean, I, I completely did not get one team right that I thought we might get. <laughs> I was completely off the ball. But you know, it, it is the history they've got, but we've got to we've got to look back past that, haven't we? Yeah, like obviously they're a massively historic club, a huge club. But mm. if we want to be going the, the thing that I've said, if like a lot of people have talked about going the whole way in the Europa League. If we're going to do that, we're going to have to beat these clubs at some point. So, if we're going to do it, why not do it in the group stage? Yes, yes. I, having said that, just looking now, they've only actually won Serie A twice. I thought they'd, they'd have won it a lot more than that. They've won the Coppa Italia, and again, I'm I'm not knowledgeable. I am totally reading this. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know this, but they've won the Coppa Italia um, one, two, three, four, five, seven times. And the Super Copper four times and Serie B, B once. But yeah, I thought that they'd won the Serie A title more than twice. Yeah, so did I. But then again, you've got sort of you, Italian football, something that I've noticed about it. I guess you could say similar to English is that teams go through period periods of domination. Obviously, yeah. you've had Juventus, who've had a long period being the best team. Obviously, Inter won it last year. But then you had before that, you had uh, obviously the... AC Milan had their period of domination and then you go before that into Milan. So it always seems like it goes through long periods of of like domination of one club. So I don't know. Yes. It's, I'm talking as if I'm some Italian football expert. I'm really not. I watch the highlights <laughs> on YouTube and that's about it. I know, but it sounds good. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. Um but I think you know we've said uh, a good evening to, to to Rich Sports. By the way, thanks for joining us, Rich, and also uh, the Blue Podcast as well. Thanks for joining us. Um, they are, I think you we, we've sort of said because obviously they, they they were drawn out of um, uh, Bowl One, as they say. But they're the, they're the big rivals in this group. You know, if if we beat Lazio at home and possibly Lovely. get a draw <laughs> draw away, we're through. I, w- I would. Well, you watch famous last words, but you would think we would be through. Yeah. The thing is, I shouldn't be as worried about uh, Legio Warsaw as I am, but I can just see Kaputska coming back and scoring against us. 
I don't know why. It's whenever we play like a, for, a, a club with a former player, yeah. I always just expect them to score against us. They do. That's the thing that this is Leicester. They always do. Or or any 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 player that's not scored for like two seasons and thirty games, that they always sort of like playing Leicester. Um and I mean let's be honest with you. We we saw last last um last season with Zoya Luhansk, you know, it we <laughs> We are there to be beaten, but thankfully they're, they're not in it this year. But they did manage already to beat us last year. Uh, Spartak Moscow, that's going to be interesting if we if we get to travel, isn't it? Yeah, the thing is, they're another one. But they've got a lot more European experience than we do. Mm. They've been Champions League multiple times, Europa League multiple times. So for them, they would love to beat a Premier League opposition. And that's the thing. A lot of these clubs, like... Even though we're we're not like one of the pre- like big prestigious like Premier League clubs, yes, they still beating a Premier League club for a lot of these teams is like a big scalp to take. Yes, yes. And again, I'm just looking since sort of 2010 as an example. They are in the um, Champions League four or five times. You know, again, we shouldn't take them lightly. And as an away game. You know, I think that that could be the potential banana skin for us. Yeah, there's the thing is, all three of these teams. Well, I'd say Napoli in himself, they've got their own quality, but uh, uh, Sparta Moscow and Legia Warsaw, they've both got the potential to to upset us, particularly at their ground. So you can't take them lightly because I believe Sparta Moscow are the champions of Russia, if I'm correct with that, and then Legia Warsaw, they're one of the best teams in Poland. So they'll be going into these games to, to win them, not just to make up the numbers. They, they finished second, but I'll give you... That, that wasn't bad. You were close. <laughs> you were, uh, well, you, oh, yeah. you were closer than I would have been, I'm going to be honest with you. Fair, you may not been in, in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. But having, having said that, you obviously, you know, not an Italian expert, but you know you're Russian football. I say I wasn't... I have to have a look. I have to read it off the screen <laughs> to see where they've come. Again, I mean, they've played six games, Russia. They're sort of up and running with their um, with their league. And um, uh, Spartak Moscow are not doing very well, to be honest with you. They're down in 10th at the moment. Um, played six, won two, drawn one, lost three. Um, they've only scored five, but they've only conceded six. So, yeah, they're mid-table. So, you know... Yeah. You, that concerns me. I'd rather them be top of the league and absolutely flying because it would be typically Leicester, but not to have won in about three, four weeks, play Leicester, win, and then go back to losing in their domestic league. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, and then finally, Warsaw uh, over in Poland there. Um, you would think, look, just on the draw, that these this would be possibly the whipping boys, but we can't take them lightly, like you said, can we? No, the thing is, I don't think there'll be one team... I say this and now it probably will happen, but I don't think there's going to be one team that's going to be like the whipping boys, so to speak. I think most of the games will be fairly tight and fairly competitive. Mm. And just looking here, um, at their sort of history, um, they, they... 15 titles they've got. <laughs> uh, won it... Um, they did actually win it last season, but I think they must have sort of lost out on the on the qualifying. Um, 
But, I mean, overall, would you have preferred, say, West Ham's group or is it exciting? I mean, at some point we've got to play these teams, haven't we? Yes, I'd say it's a bit exciting because when you look at our Europa League campaign last time, it was a bit underwhelming. We didn't really play anyone apart from that were sort of that that exciting and that decent. We played probably Braga was the best team we played. The fact yes. that we've drawn one of like the Europeans like biggest clubs in Europe, I think that's absolutely brilliant. And I'm hoping that like the group stages and the atmosphere at home is going to be incredible. Obviously it was during the Champions League. I'm hoping that we can recreate that in the Europa League. But I don't it's it's hard to say whether the fans will be will see it that way or not. But I really hope it is. But, like, it's I think so. I think we're going to find out next week what the sort of travelling situation is. I think they'll probably do it country by country uh, as to who can come in and, and, and where we can go. Uh, we're joined by uh, Simon from uh, Premium Hotspur TV. Uh, evening, Chris, and your panel and Spurs have the biggest draw of our history today. The old Europa Conference League. We, whatever we say about the Europa League, we could be in the Conference League. Simon, who did you get? And I've got to be honest with you, Simon, you were lucky to get through there after your first leg. I was uh, all, dis- all respect to you, mate, but it would have been funny if you'd have got knocked out. <laughs> but uh, I, don't know if you've, I don't know if you saw that at all, Ant, but I think it was 2-0 last night, the other night, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw the first leg. They lost to some team in Portugal that I've never heard of. And then all, after all summer of Spurs fans saying, oh, we can't forgive Harry Kane easily if he does come back, all of a sudden singing he's one of our own as soon as he scored. <laughs> you can just predict it. Yeah, that's that's football fans. We are a fickle <laughs> lot, aren't we here? You know, um, but uh, so, yep, this is it. That, that is our group then. So, um, and at some point, like I said uh, earlier, Ant, you know, we'd got, we had a, a very favourable Champions League draw. We had a very favourable Europa League draw last season. This does excite me more, and I think the fact that I'm looking at this thinking we might not get out of it this um, is what we want. We don't want to, like you said last season, it was all a bit sort of like meh, you know. We 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 should easily get out of this group, and and we did, and it's nice to win. But you you want to you want to be playing these uh, these teams that you've heard of. Yes. It's almost what I'd call a Champions... It's close to a Champions League group. Yeah. It's more Champions League standard group than than like a typical Europa League standard group. Because like when you look at the Europa League standard groups over the last few years, you'll probably get one half-decent team and then two teams that you've never heard of. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I like you said, and looking at this, it, it's... I mean, they all have recently were, you know, Champions League teams. But, I mean, we're playing teams... We've heard of them all. You know, we've heard of Spartak Moscow. We've heard of Legia Warsaw. Who the hell was Zoya Luhansk? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like some of these teams, and some of them I couldn't even pronounce. So that Mityand or whatever it was, I couldn't even pronounce them. So I'm glad we've not got them. But uh, but overall, and I suppose if you, if, you, if we are, you know, those of you that are going on the European tour, and if we're allowed to go on the European tour... Italy's going to be nice for you. Moscow, I'm not so sure about. But, you know, we had the World Cup. And Warsaw, Poland, depends, depends on what, what sort of uh, weather greets you when you get there, I guess. But looking at that, I'm not, 
I'm going to say this now. I'm not confident of, of going through. But if we go through, we will have deserved to. And I think, you know, Brendan's won the FA Cup with us. He's won the Community Shield, or as I like to call it, the English Super Cup. Um, you know, he's never done particularly well in Europe, even with Liverpool. That's no. one thing that he wants to prove, isn't it, this season? Yeah, and I think the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't top this group, but it wouldn't. But I'd be very surprised and disappointed if we didn't go through because there is, even though as much as we said there's strength in these oppositions, we should be going at least second in this group. But mm. Brendan Rodgers has struggled in Europe because he didn't have the squad depth with us, and Liverpool was very similar. His squad wasn't the biggest there. He's brought in players to address that in terms of Samare. Now he's got Jewsbury Hall back. Dakar as an option. Obviously, we've got Bertrand who's come in, which just really bolsters that squad, Vestergaard as well. So I don't think that we can use the squad depth excuse that was used last year. But I do think it was a genuine reason, particularly with the inj injuries as well. But yeah. I think we've addressed the problem this year. Well, I mean, yeah, you've got to, got to look at last season and... You know, we were we were dragging Christian Fuchs out of semi-retirement, and um, he, he played more games last season. I think he played in the previous uh, three or four put together. But um, let's just have a quick look at at, at the other groups because um, there's some big names in the competition this year. Um, and if you look at um, look at Group A there, or pot, yeah, Group A, sorry. Um, you got um, Leon from France, Rangers. Uh, Sparta Prague and Bronby. Um, can you see Rangers getting out of that? Yeah, wouldn't surprise me if they do. And under Gerard, they did had they've been a complete different team. And last year they mm. they had a real good run in the Europa League. So yeah, I can see them doing well. I'd like I'd like an away day to Ibrox, so that would be brilliant. <laughs> that would be an away day to Ibrox or an away day to Parkhead. Which would you prefer? Oh. I'll say Ibrox, but I don't know. I'll be happy with either. Yeah. And there's something about just going to Celtic and beating them again, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think looking at that one, obviously, I think Leon, yeah, say obviously they were, they were, uh, they were the, the top, you know, seed one in that group. So you would hope that, you know, or think that they would go through. Uh, Rangers. I don't know something about Scottish football. I do like to see them struggle, but uh, I've just lost all our Scottish viewers now. Um, Group B, Monaco, Eindhoven, uh, Real Sociedad and Sturm Graz from Austria. That's, that's going to be a competitive group between Real Sociedad, PSV and Monaco. Mm. But all three of those teams will probably be looking to top the group. So that'll be an interesting group. But then... But, PSV are a club that I think are going to do really well. Obviously, they were unlucky not to get through to the Champions League. So I think they're going to be one of the teams to watch in Europa League. Yeah. Almost, I would say, more the group of death than what people are calling ours. But um, C, obviously, is our group. Then D, uh, Olympiacos, Eintracht Frankfurt, Fenerbahce and Antwerp. Yeah, um, not the most exciting of groups for me. No, I'd still love to go to Frankfurt, though. Germany's the one country, I, and people who watch my channel will get sick to death of me saying this. I would love a trip to Germany watching Leicester. There's something about Germany and like German football that I just absolutely love. So you, you're really hoping that you know we, 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 we go through the Europa League for your holiday plans? <laughs> Sounds good, to be fair. It does sound good. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you, you take it, wouldn't you? You take <laughs> it. Um, group E, uh, I mean, we're saving about big names Lazio, uh, Locomotive Moscow, Marseille, Galatasaray. They were all Champions League standard clubs, in, you know, most recently, quite recently. Yeah, and that, that's everyone's calling our group the group of death. That is yeah. the group of death. It so is, I, yeah. Some serious, serious talent in that group. So I, the thing is, I think Lazio and Marseille are probably the favourites to go through, but mm. Galatasaray and Moscow will be no pushovers. Well, at the home games, I think you just want to want to get in. It's like it's like our equivalent to going to Millwall, really, isn't it? And we know we know we've got that coming up, you know. Um, and then Group F, obviously our old our old friends uh, Braga, um, Red Star there from uh, Serbia. Uh, I'm glad we're not in this group because I struggle pronouncing them. Ludogrets from Bulgaria and. Mitjeland from Denmark. I don't know if my pronunciation's any good there. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go for that because I haven't got a clue. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean again, that's one of those sort of yeah, groups. It doesn't excite me like uh, like Group E does. I've got to be honest with you. Um, I think Group E for me is Group E and. Possibly B are the groups I'm really excited to to, to, to sort of watch. Um, then we go on to Group G. You've got Leverkusen, our old friends up at, at, at Parkhead there, Celtic, Real Betis, and the other Turkish side. Oh, here we go. For Frenzy. For <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You <laughs> see, you can do it. <laughs> no, that's that's another competitive group. To be fair, with Bayer Leverkusen. And- Decent side. Celtic obviously probably won't get through the group again. Um, again. Real Baptist. Tidy side. I and mean, then Fernabache again, another decent side. So that's, a, that's another interesting group. Yeah. And then finally, we, 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 we touched on it earlier uh, West Ham's group of um, Dinamo from Croatia, uh, Genk from Belgium, and Rapid Vienna from Austria. Yeah, kind of see, as we said before. West Ham should should get if stay injury free should probably get out of that group. Yeah, you'd imagine so. Yeah. I, I appear we must have missed someone because the way Arsenal fans have gone on, they must be on here somewhere. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just have a look at Group Z. I'll just see if they're if they're on there. Um, I don't, you know, I don't get with the likes of Arsenal, and I, I, I did ask actually ask an Arsenal fan this the other day. I had her on my show. Is why Arsenal, Arsenal fan and Tottenham don't want to be in the Conference League, the Europa Conference League. I mean, if Leicester had qualified for the Europa Conference League, would you not want to be in it? Mm, probably not. If I'm completely honest, it just really, looks- really. I don't know. It just looks a bit tin pot, doesn't it? Really, like it's just another way of UEFA, like making the competition, like making another competitions even further down. I like the Champions League and Europa League sort of like mm. layout. The Conference League just sees, seems like how much more can we milk out of it, and how much more money we can make. But the thing is, for Tottenham, now that they're in it, and that's embarrassing enough, they've got to go and win it, like. It'll be even more embarrassing if they're in it and then get knocked out to someone that we've never heard of. 
that that is that is they have to sort of decide the policy. Do they take it seriously, or do they use it as like Arsenal used to in the Carling Cup? You know, put the put the kids in if you like. But see, to me, it's still a European competition. It's still being played on Thursday, so it's not like you know it's uh, you know people don't like the Europa League over the Champions League because it's a day later. So chances are that like ourselves, they'll have the games that are sort of Sunday and Monday, but. I'm surprised. I, I I would take it because it's Europe. So, but uh, may, may, maybe it's because I'm, I'm I'm older and I remember the, uh, the, the, the 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 more the bad days, more the bad days. Uh, James said, "Evening, Chris. Uh, tough group for you guys, but could should be interesting to watch. Hopefully, so, uh, James Everton fan. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Premier Hotspur TV. We did ask earlier who they'd got: Reigns, Vitesse, and Miura. Who the hell are Miura? Um, but yes, we were just saying that. Simon, tell us: Are you pleased if you're still with us? Are you pleased to be in the um, Europa? Euro, I can't get my teeth in the UEFA Europa Conference League. That's why I really don't like it. It's such a mouthful. But I think it's because it's called conference. I think that's what the uh, that what puts people off. Maybe have you conference. Just, we think of like the fifth tier, don't we? Have you seen the trophy for it? It reminds me of you know what the old joke of can you copy my homework but don't but make sure it's yes. not not the yeah. same. It literally, just looks exactly like the Europa League trophy. It just, it just <laughs> I don't know. It just seems such a knockoff kind of like half-assed tournament. If I'm honest, which is why I don't I'm not that bothered about it. But similar to a lot of Tottenham fans that I've talked of, if Leicester in it were in it, I'd want us to take it seriously and, yeah. and go the whole way. It'll be one of those that, like the Community Shield, but I said, don't care about, don't care about. But if we win it, it's the biggest trophy going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if we'd and if we'd have lost, it would have been a meaningless pre-season friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I still say it is the English Super Cup because the FA Cup winners play the Premier League winners, and in Spain, that's the Super Cup. So for me, this is the this is the English Super Cup. But uh, I think yes, I think you say there's some there's some juicy, juicy. Um, Groups in there, like you say, that uh, group, I think, like you say, Group E it is going to be interesting, and um, yeah, B and D but, uh, as well. But you, you like G, don't you, with with, with the Celtic, Leverkusen, uh, Betis, and uh, the other Turkish team. Oh, go on, go on, don't be boring, give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a go if you give uh, FC Michelin, Michelin, tap, Michelin, tap. There we yeah, go. Oh, show off. I'm going to go for Feren. Oh, see, I'm, see, I'm not even looking at the English spelling here. I'm looking at the, the Turkish spelling. No, I'm not. I, can't, I literally can't say it. Not that I don't want to. I just can't. You, which now means if we qualify, we're going to get them. Um, I hope so. Is- it would be entertaining for everyone else if we do. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> I thought you were nice, but maybe not. <laughs> Simon says, uh, no way did I want us in this tin pot cup, but it's a trophy and we haven't won one since 2008. So well overdue one. Well, you must have some space in your trophy cabinet, Simon, so that can that can at least take that one, you know. But, um, but uh, and I think I don't like the fact that teams from the Champions League that don't sort of 
qualify for the next round, drop into the Europa League. I, I think it's completely wrong. If you're out of the Champions League, you should be out. And the fact that Man United could have won the Europa League because they were Champions League failures, I think is totally wrong. But I do believe that if you finish third in these groups, that we drop into the uh, Conference League. Could do. I'm not 100% sure. But again, it's all about, I hate always going back to it, but it's about money because if you have teams like bigger teams that drop out of the Champions League, it then adds more value to the Europa League in terms of broadcasting. And, oh, of course. Yes. Which, yeah. like, it's a shame that everything is orientated around money, but like it would be naive to say that it's in the spirit of a competition, which it's not. But I don't agree with it. But I know why it's there. I'm just trying to look here. There's another option, which if you finish th that's in the UEFA Champions League, um, uh, I qualify. You know. I can't. I, I I I think I've read it somewhere, but I can say I could be wrong. But like you say, uh, I'm just looking at the trophy here, and yeah, it's kind of a a Europa League ripoff, isn't it? It's, it is literally, can I copy your homework? <laughs> yes. Uh, before the dogs chewed it. Um, we'll get, um, I, I, can't, I can't just see. Um, I, I can't see, but I, I thought I'd read it somewhere. I thought I had read it somewhere. Uh, if anybody is watching knows, please please let me uh, please let me know. Um, James says here, I'd take both the League Cup and the FA Cup this season. 1995 was the last time we won anything. I'm 23 and never seen any silverware at all. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> well, last I was thinking of something to say, you came out of it. You came out of it. Uh, dugout football channel, yet yeah, uh, Liverpool, that's a tough group. Who did Liverpool get in the Champions League? Again, I'm not you know, being sarcastic. I don't know who you got because, believe it or not, I didn't watch the Champions League draw. Watching the Europa League draw was bad enough. Um, Apparently the Champions League one was even more dragged out than the Europa League one, which that, that takes some doing. Oh, it does. It does. How, I mean, I, I started, like I said, I started to watch it and I started sort of 15 minutes before, but it was like over half an hour before we actually got round to a draw. But um, uh, thanks very much, Doug, for that. Cheers. Um, I'm going to leave you with this thought, and this might be of interesting, but did you know, I think it was 25 years ago today, and I'm mentioning this for a reason, because it's quite funny, but Steve Walsh popped up in the sixth minute of injury time to snatch a 3-3 draw against Arsenal at Filbert Street and spark a confrontation with Ian Wright. Um, I remember that game. That's how old I am. I don't know if, if you probably weren't around then, Ant. Um, it was a, a, an amazing game under Martin O'Neill. And the funny thing was that Steve Walsh here says... Um, Leicester City legend Steve Walsh says he's always asked about this by City fans. I went on uh, last season on a chat with Matt Elliott, um, yeah, Matt Elliott, Jerry Taggart and Steve Walsh. And my question was for Steve Walsh. And it was, would he have hit Ian Wright at the end of that game? So, yes, I fall into that category of always asking. 
And apparently, yes, he would have done. But um, <laughs> I tell you what, I wouldn't have fancied Ian Wright's chances either. But um, but that was a that was a, see, that was a Leicester team that you know ninety sixth minute and we get a three all draw. That's what we want, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's always like I know that's a bit before my time, but it's always a thing of like going to the end. That's that's the one thing that I would say that I like. There's a lot to like about, about this current team, but a lot of the time, if we're losing in the ninetieth minute, you might as well turn turn off the TV because you're very rarely gonna get oh. gonna get a goal late on. In it, well, we're still passing it around the back, aren't we? Uh, but that was the thing with Martin O'Neill. Um, he would not let you. He would, if it was 98 minutes, he'd expect you to play until the 98th minute. You know, that that game summed, for me, it summed up the whole Martin O'Neill work ethic as Leicester City manager. Um, like with the um, with the League Cup when we, we got a draw against, um, uh, oh, who was it now? Middlesbrough. Uh, with Emil Hesky scoring towards the end, but uh, but and um, thanks very much for joining us. I'm going to ask you, can we win it? We can, whether we will or not, it's a completely different <laughs> different question. So yeah, I'm firmly sat on the fence as usual. You should know this by now, Chris. Yeah. I know why I ask you. Ever ask you for predictions? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, we've been installed as one of the pre-season favourites to win it. How they work that out? Because we don't know who's coming down from the Champions League yet. Um, it would be nice to get Villarreal and get our own back on them, wouldn't it, for the uh, for the nasty tackle on uh, Fafana? It would, but it'd be even nicer if they finished rock bottom of the Champions League group and didn't even drop down. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And on that point, thanks so much. Just give your channels a shout out again, Ant. Uh, so check out Beyond the Ninety like group channel where Neil Neil does a lot of the work on that, but it's brilliant. Just. Goes into detail about the transfer news, gets people like Rob Tanner, I think. I was, just go and have a look. There's loads of brilliant content over there. And then too much um, to talk about. Too much to talk about. Exactly. And then also my personal channel, Ant's Leicester fan channel. It's like just absolute random stuff around Leicester City. What's not to love? I do what I do love because as somebody who lives on the south coast here and because of um, financial situations in the country as it is at the moment, don't no longer have a season ticket. Um, seeing your reaction live at the stadium and seeing sort of either the pain or the celebration on your face is something I'm going to be looking forward to all season. Uh, um, me too, and I'm hoping it's not too much, <laughs> not too much pain. And I'm almost glad. I very rarely say this, but I'm glad that I didn't go on Monday night to be in that much pain. I did actually say, yeah, I was talking to somebody saying, like, <laughs> I've got a guy who does my um, my match ratings and picks my man of the match. And I went, oh, he said, I'm so glad I didn't go and see that. He said, I was sat behind the goal, mate. I went, oh, sorry, <laughs> that is uh, that is bad. James says that it would be amazing if you guys win the Europa League. And I'm going to be honest with you, you know, Community Shield, League Cup, FA Cup, Premier League. We've got the we've got the English set. We've got to go and win something now in Europe, haven't we? Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. But I don't think we're gonna. We've got a good opportunity to really make a statement this time because last time we went out with on a whimper. This time, if yeah. we're going to go out, I want us to go out fully swinging like we did against Atletico in the Champions League. Yes. Yeah, definitely. 
Mate, I'll let you go. Have a really, really, really good evening. Thanks for joining me as always. Good luck with your channels. Uh, are you going to Norwich on, on uh, tomorrow? Uh, yes, I will be. Well, let's hope you, you can bring back three points. And maybe you're going to be our lucky mascot. When you go, we win. Sounds all right. I'll go every week. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much, mate. Thanks for coming on. And thanks for your knowledge. Take care now. Right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks so much to Ant. Check his channels out. Uh, they're in the link below on YouTube. At Beyond the 90s, the one that he, 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 he wants to push. So give that a... Give that a big, uh, big push. Go over there and subscribe, guys. Please, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm sort of begging here, but um, so close to the thousand. If you can give us a subscribe on YouTube, it would be absolutely fandabidozy, as um, somebody in my youth once said. Um, and if you want to listen back to any of our shows, podcasts, Apple, um, iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon, Google. Podcast Addict and Anchor, to name but six. We'll be back tomorrow, about quarter to six post-match. Um, and to be driving or, or training back, I'm not sure which, from Norwich tomorrow. Maybe, hopefully, we're all going to be happy and we're all going to be discussing three points for the Foxes. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you tomorrow night. Good night. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Now, be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.